Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 211. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Well, hello, Fire Nation. Quick shout out to our sponsor, Audible. Do you prefer listening to your favorite title versus reading them? I do. Get a free audiobook and 30-day trial today by signing up at audiblepodcast.com slash fire. That's audiblepodcast.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Andy Drish. Andy, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) All right. Andy believes entrepreneurship is the ultimate path for personal growth, self-discovery, and impact on the world. Last year, he co-founded thefoundation.com, an online incubator for people who want to build software companies but don't have an idea to get started and don't know how to code. They're on a mission to help 1 million people get their first customer in business. Boom. Given Fire Nation a little overview, Andy, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. And then take another minute and tell us about your business. So yeah, I grew up in a town of 600 people in Southeast Iowa in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, you know, went to, went to college and my big thing was like, oh, I'm going to get a job in corporate America because that was kind of what my parents wanted me to do. And so I uh, landed this cool like leadership rotation job that I thought was just like, going to be this uh, ultimate heaven, if you will, and got into it and just, I'm not a good, I just kind of hated it. And I found myself sitting on the computer, listening to Mixergy interviews all day and reading books like the four hour work week and, uh, and doing all of that. And eventually negotiated my hours back, uh, cut them back to part-time and started a couple of businesses on the side. Uh, following the four-hour workweek principles. And then I built a company based on four-hour workweek principles. So it was a business that pretty much, it it took about 10 hours a month, maybe 20 hours a month or so uh, to run. And I moved out to Colorado, learned how to snowboard, and uh, found myself actually somewhat miserable. Um, the the four-hour workweek is a great model and idea, but it just wasn't fulfilling at all. And so... Uh, Recently, I sold that company and co-founded the foundation with my buddy, Dane Maxwell. Um, And what we're working on now is the foundation. It's a six-month incubator. We take people from having no idea, no idea how to code, very, very limited funds to start a business, and we teach them how to build a software business starting completely from scratch. And it is super awesome, man. I love it. Well, we've had Dane on as one of our very early guests. I believe he's actually oh, yeah. either interview number nine or 10. And he just wowed Fire Nation way back in the day. And I'm stoked oh, yeah. to have you on as well, Andy, because you are <laughs> the other piece of that puzzle. And we're going to delve so far into the foundation. It's kind of scary. But before we do, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote. Gets that motivational ball rolling for all this great content you have for us. So Andy... Take it away. All right, dude. So uh, it's a little bit longer, but it's something that has stuck with me. I heard it like six years ago and I still love it. Um, 
It's a little poem, I think. I don't know. But it says, uh, The master in the art of living draws no sharp distinction between his labor and his leisure, his mind and his body, his work and his play, his education and his recreation. He hardly knows which. He simply pursues his vision of excellence through whatever he is doing and leaves others to determine whether he is working or playing because to himself, he's always doing both. Um, and I just, I, I heard that one time and I just fell in love with it because I hate the idea of compartmentalizing my life into work and play and, you know, working from eight to five and then playing from five at nine in the weekends. <laughs> I could not agree more, Andy, but tell us how you actually apply this mentality to your life right now. Oh man, just my life is just a ball of, of working and playing. So like, uh, I spend about six months out of the year traveling, going to different events, like where we hang out, like blog world, all that fun stuff. And, um, so for example, we've got a, we've got a party we're throwing in Vegas in about a month. Uh, and so we're going to Vegas for throwing a party for two, four days. And then we're going to go two days early and, you know, uh, go hit up some cool nightclubs and do that whole scene. So <laughs> my invitation must've got lost in the mail. <laughs> I'll make sure you get it. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. I'd show up no matter what. So, Andy, we have so much to talk about today. But before we delve any further into the awesomeness of your life and of what you and Dane have going on, we need to talk about your journey in general. And every entrepreneur's journey is riddled with failure. It's a necessity. It just builds us up. It makes us stronger. It knocks us down. We pivot. We're inspired. We're not defined by this failure but it's part of our life. So take us back to a time when you failed or when you were just in massive despair. And how'd you overcome this obstacle, these challenges? One of the first successes I would, like I've always been trying to start stuff, but nothing really generated uh, a significant amount of money. Uh, and, and I define that like being a couple grand a month, like at the time. And, uh, and in, this would have been like 2009, I think, uh, I launched a site Etsy.com. Uh, we were, I found a guy who teaches women on Etsy how to market their products and we partnered together and built a membership site. And in six weeks from the day that I met this guy and discovered Etsy, Etsy existed, we launched a membership site and we did a little over six grand worth of revenue in the first week. And uh, so we went from having no business to six weeks later having a business generating about six grand a month in revenue. Um, and then another six weeks later, started getting notes from Etsy about to get sued because we had Etsy in the domain name. And then uh, six months later, the site just completely failed and uh, we had to shut it down. And it was, uh, it was so painful because I felt like a year had went by almost, you know, like nine months went by and I was working in corporate America at the time and I felt like nine months had went by and I don't feel any closer to leaving. Uh, and it was like super painful and just, it just sucked. Andy, why did that site end up failing after that initial massive success? Dude, I thought about this a lot and I've like reflected on it. And uh, what I realized is that well, it all there's this book by Gay Hendricks and it's called The Big Leap, I think. And he talks about this idea of we have a we have a pain threshold. So when something gets so painful, you just kind of snap and you're like, screw this, like I'm gonna make something happen. So it's it's why like 
if you have a job at like McDonald's versus having a nice, comfortable job in corporate America, it's actually better to have a job at McDonald's because it's going to be so painful. You're going to want to do something about it. Uh, but we, what we also have are pleasure thresholds where things get so good and then there's this little thing that goes off in our mind saying, oh, it can't be this easy. It can't be this good. Uh, and I think that's what happened with me is that like – I was making all of this progress so quickly that my mindset didn't have a chance. Um, and so like, you know, when we were doing the launch, we were just following product launch formula principles and not actually like creating anything on our own. Um, and so, so yeah, I think that's what happened. Then when we were left to kind of innovate and do everything on our own, it just kind of, just kind of flopped. Well, that's definitely a failure, but I'm sure you'll be the first person to say that the principles that you learned from that failure, the ideas and the mistakes that you made coming from that product launch and the subsequent fail of that were incredibly valuable further on down the road of your journey, which is where we're going right now. We're going to continue in this interview to the other end of the spectrum from failure, which is that aha moment that time when that light bulb just goes off and you say, wow, this is my authentic self. This is what I want to project to the world. This is what I want to create. This is what I want to build. Andy, take us through your aha moment and share with us how you turned that moment into success. In 2007, I started doing the blogging thing. And I was like doing writing and trying to like, you know, build my brand and get my name out there and do that whole thing. And, uh, and I spent two years doing it and I, I didn't really generate any revenue from it. And I was just on this path, not really knowing what I was doing. And, um, and that was when I met Dane and he was the first guy to actually introduce me to the world of direct response marketing. Um, and the world of, if, if you're not familiar with the world of direct response marketing, it's a completely different mindset than what most marketing classes teach. Like most marketing is around building a brand and getting eyeballs and a bunch of users on your new startup or whatever it is. Um, and direct response marketing says that anything that you spend money on that's marketing related should be measured um, and you should track it back to see if you got a return on that money or not. And so at that point, I dropped blogging altogether and started studying the world of direct response marketing um, and really diving in, studying copywriting and doing all of that. And uh, and that's what led me, and then that's what led me to like the Etsy launch. And um, it became really clear to me then that uh, that I just want to get really, really good at marketing. And instead of like, um, you know, building a brand around myself or like my stuff, I'd rather just get really, really good at marketing uh, and either do that for myself or help other people do that. Um, and that was that was really an aha moment for me, where. Yeah, where that, that became something that I wanted to focus on. I've been focusing on that for the past four years, I think. So talk to us about the light bulb moment of creating the foundation.com and everything that surrounded that. Yeah, so uh, that's that was kind of a wild trip. So uh, originally, uh, Dane ran this thing called the Software Roundtable. And it was he did an interview on Mixergy, invited some people to go through this course, signed up 88 people. This was two years ago. And uh, in May, after that course was over, he came to me and he's like, hey, dude, do you want to recruit affiliates? Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'll recruit affiliates for you. And three weeks later, uh, I was pretty much spending all of my time uh, writing copy. <laughs> we, were, we have a 
really, really well done video at thefoundation.com. It's the first video that pops up and we spent all this time writing the script for it. And so we renegotiated. I became like a product launch manager, um, did like an upfront fee and a percent of revenue and then recruited affiliates, came up with strategy, you know, wrote copy, just, just kind of all the stuff that we would work on together for the launch. And, um, and about halfway through our launch, we were making more progress in, in weeks than most people do in a year or two. Uh, our launch generate, we went from having a list of 200 people to having a list of over 16,000 in just under three months. Um, yeah. And so basically the contract we had set up was for me to just help with the launch. And, uh, and then we made so much progress that we just wouldn't have been able to handle all of the people. And so we decided to partner up together and do the formal legal thing and all that fun stuff. And, uh, and yeah, then we launched and it was incredible and a bunch of stuff broke and a bunch of stuff went really well. And <laughs> That's the funnest part about really creating something is when you can have that mentality that, you know what, a bunch of stuff broke, but you know, things are going to break and that's part of the process. And if you just get hung up and stressed out about everything that breaks when it's inevitable that you're going to have snags, but those snags are what's going to improve your product, improve your services, improve what you're creating that's valuable. And that's where that mindset always has to be when you're going into something like what you and Dane were creating. Totally. What is one clear lesson that you can pull out of your failure and your aha moment that you've had throughout your journey that you can share with Fire Nation? We got into a state where things came really, really easily for us. And a lot of the, re a lot of the reason for that is because there's just a lot of crap online like uh especially in like the internet marketing space just people throwing up websites and just kind of half-assing stuff um and we spent a lot of time just doing everything right you know um really you know investing money in a good landing page design we spent probably 100 hours writing copy just for one video script um and so this this concept of when it's something you know that you're going to commit to uh doing it 110% and doing everything right and just over the top has been something that uh, really, really helped us a lot. So we don't, we don't put out any content unless it's just completely uber, uber, uber high quality. Um, and that's just something that we, we've kind of lived by since the beginning of the foundation. And that was definitely a key factor in getting us all this traffic so quickly. That's definitely an amazing mantra to live by. And that's truly the principles that I launched Entrepreneur on Fire off with is when I oh, knew yeah. that I wanted to create a podcast, I wasn't just going to go out and do what everybody else was doing, which was once a week, once every two weeks, decent audio, not really edited, not that professional on some levels. And believe me, there were some great podcasts out there, but there was nobody doing it at an incredibly high quality seven days a week. Nobody. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? This is my opportunity. I'm not going to be the first podcaster, but I'm going to be the first podcaster that's going to come out with amazing and inspiring entrepreneur interviews seven days a week. And I've done that from day one to the point now where we're getting over 200,000 unique downloads every single month in over 145 countries with really engaged and passionate entrepreneurs listening to this stuff, getting incredible and valuable information. And truly, we're fulfilling our tagline of inspiring millions, which I know is one goal that you guys have at the foundation. Yeah, dude, it's incredible to watch. It's this, this, uh, there's this book called Blue Ocean Strategy. Yeah. Uh, and it talks about like just 
going into a blue ocean where there's nobody like feeding back and forth basically um or competing for the same thing and it's it's so interesting when you actually do that because i'd never really experienced that before the foundation launch or like i understood it conceptually but i didn't understand it like emotionally uh and and now it just completely makes sense to me is that you have to do something so different and so remarkable and then everything becomes really easy for some reason so true. And we're going to discuss that more in just a couple of minutes. But before we do, Andy, have you had an Ivy Made It moment? I remember like one moment distinctly uh, in Breckenridge. So I, I moved out to Breckenridge to learn how to snowboard. And I invited one of my best friends out there. And uh, we, I, I had this little place like a couple minutes from the mountain. And we had this like rooftop little patio it was just a beautiful sunny day like a wednesday we snowboarded all morning and then the afternoon um we were grilling out and smoking cigars and drinking whiskey on this little patio and i was like this feels incredible (laughs) um and and, uh and that was like a moment where it was just like awesome but but again it uh it was. It's just really interesting to me because the four-hour work week thing was awesome, but it just wasn't as fulfilling as I would have imagined it to be. Um, so yeah, it was kind of both. In that moment, it was awesome. I love this question, Andy, because it always catches my guests a little off guard, and that's what I like. I mean, it's a question that many people don't ponder all the time because as entrepreneurs, we're always so focused on that next goal that we're reaching that sometimes we don't stop and smell the roses. And for me, I always love to talk about the journey and the milestones that you're hitting and those achievements and accomplishments that you're getting on a daily, weekly, monthly basis that need to be appreciated. So it's great that you are enjoying your journey, Andy, and I definitely commend you for that. So now let's talk about the foundation. Let's talk about what is really exciting you with that business that you have right now dude it's so incredible i'm like um the reason i'm so excited for it right now is we're at a point where we launched this in october and uh people come on in, in october and they it's a six-month journey of like a crap load of really really hard work um and we're at a point now where it's april uh and our our members are they're they have customers, they have businesses, they have products. Like it's only six months and they make so much progress during this six months. We're looking at some of our students who are in, investing in a couple companies that come out of this uh, in in May. Well, by the time this goes live, we'll be in throwing a party in Vegas for our most successful students where uh, we're, we're flying a bunch of people in. People are coming in from, I think, Romania to Amsterdam, wow. uh, all over the U.S. And we're throwing this event in Vegas where we're going to bring a film crew out there and we're going to film all the stuff that we do and our students are going to give these 20 minute TED style talks of how they went from, you know, starting completely from scratch, having a business now, uh, all of that stuff. It's just, it's super exciting, man. It's super, super exciting. So one thing that I just really would love for you to take us through just a couple minute fast forward button of an example of a student that's gone through your program, what they're currently accomplishing right now. You don't need to use names or specifics, but just give us an idea of somebody that's gone through the foundation, what they started with, what they gained by going through it, and where they're at now. Okay, I'll give you a great example. Uh, One of our students' names is Carl. Carl is an engineer at Tesla Motors. 
uh, so so we attract like a really really high quality group of people, and and Carl's one of them, and. Uh, he's been an engineer at Tesla for a little while and he's always been trying to start businesses on the side, but he could never got anything to really hit. And right now he's building, um, business intelligence software for physical therapy practices. So kind of like uh, dashboard analytics of how much money is coming in, how much money is going out, how many patients are you seeing that type of information. Um, and Last I talked with him, we we're in, I think we we're in San Diego or no, we we're in San Francisco. And this was, this was a month ago. And he, within four months, um, had the, went from having no idea when he started the foundation, he didn't know what product he was going to build, um, or have an idea of what to do with that. Went into the physical therapy practice niche and came up with this idea or extracted it, it's, it's this process that we teach. And he had four people who had paid him, four or five people who had paid him um, upwards, I think a total of like five or six grand before the product ever existed. So this is like the key, is that we sell the software before the software actually exists right. so that you don't have to risk your money, you don't have to risk your time, you don't have to try and raise money to build something that you don't know if it's going to work. Um, so within four months, he went from having no idea to five customers who were excited to pay him money before a product existed. Um, Carl went through a process. We, we spend a lot of time with like uh, – doing a decent amount of deep inner work. So like reversing beliefs that are holding you back. He has a spreadsheet where he kept track of 20 different self-limiting beliefs that he had um, that had held him back and going through this process of reversing them. Um, and yeah, and now he's just like, when you talk with him, it's so cool because he's so lit up and excited and passionate about what he's doing. And, you know, I feel I went through a process where I in business where I felt like I had to sell out you know, I, I read the four hour work week and then I saw this internet marketing stuff and I, I felt like if I wanted to like do something that it was going to have to be something that I wasn't like proud to share with the world. Um, and it's really, really cool to watch people build something that, that is just providing value to the world and they're getting paid fairly for, for the value that they're providing. It's incredible. It is incredible, Andy. And it's a great example. Thank you for sharing that. And the foundation already has some amazing success stories, but tell us right now, what is your vision for the future of the foundation.com? For so long, we've been conditioned to believe all of these thoughts about entrepreneurship, like entrepreneurship is risky. Like that's something that really, really holds people back. And, you know, I believe that if people knew how simple it is, not necessarily easy, but how simple it is to start a business, especially today with all of this technology that we have at our disposal. Um, if they knew how simple it is, that there'd be a lot more entrepreneurs in the world. So uh, we're on a mission to help one million people get their first customer in business. And, and the reason why we want to help people get their first customer is because when you get your first customer, everything shifts. The moment somebody pays you for your services, your time, whatever it is, um, something shifts in your brain. And there's actually like studies on this about how it's like the same chemical is released as when you do cocaine or something ridiculous like that. <laughs> on that note, we're going to take a second to thank our sponsor, Audible. Are you into consuming content on the go? If so, then I have great news for you. Audible.com is today's leader in providing quality audio entertainment. Choose from thousands of titles in their online library from genres like business, fiction, history, self-development, and much more. Head over to audible.com, download your favorite audiobook, and listen freely. 
Once you download your audiobook, you can gain access from your PC, burn it onto a CD, or upload it to your iPod or any MP3 device. That means you can listen to your audiobooks at any time and any place you choose. Fire Nation. For a limited time, audible.com is offering you a free audiobook and 30-day trial that is only available through a unique link exclusive to Entrepreneur on Fire listeners. That's right, free audiobook and 30-day trial by signing up at audiblepodcast.com slash fire. That's audiblepodcast.com slash fire. So Andy, we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round, and this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds awesome. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? One is mindset. Like this just develops with time. So so Jason Fried wrote an article in Inc. a couple years ago, and it really, really resonated with me. He's like, if you want to learn a skill, like if you want to learn how to play the guitar, what do you do? You pick up a guitar and you play and you play and you play and you screw up and you screw up and you screw up and you keep playing, you keep playing. Actually, you can play a song. Um, Making money or running a business is the exact same thing. Like the more often that you do it, uh, the better that you get and the more that your mindset develops. So um, I think for me, the biggest thing was like mindset and then skills. Like I didn't understand direct response marketing. I didn't understand copywriting. There's just so many things that I hadn't built yet. Um, And without those, it just made it really hard to start a business. What's the best business advice you've ever received? The ultimate skill to build is the ability to persuade people in print. Um, and I can't remember if that's a Eugene Schwartz quote or what, but it, it basically that that's what led me down the path of copywriting. If, if you can, copywriting is so important and so fascinating because if, let's say you're running a marketing campaign or you're running a blog online and, um, and you've got a sales page. This is a great example. I did, I do some consulting for copywriting people. One of my clients was Benny Lewis, uh, the Irish polyglot. He speaks like nine different languages. And he sells a $100 product teaching people how to learn languages quickly. Uh, That product was doing one or two sales a day, something like that. Two sales a day, I think, when we started. We spent a few months together. I rewrote the entire sales page for it just by writing copy, not changing anything else, not changing his number of leads, his number of times he blog posts or anything, just by changing copy and his sales doubled overnight. Wow. Um, and so if you can get really, really good at copy, you can just transform businesses quickly. Powerful. Yeah. What's something that's working for you, Andy, right now? Took six weeks off and promised myself no traveling. And I, uh, I haven't been in six weeks in one city in probably over a year. And I got an office uh, space as opposed to working out of coffee shops or working out of home. And my productivity has skyrocketed. Um, just the ritual of going to a place and... Um, I don't know, going through that place of, yeah, doing the ritual where you go to work and then you kind of be done with work. And um, it is, yeah, it's been an incredible experience so far. I'm more productive right now than I have been in a long time. Mm, Love productivity. Do you have an internet resource, Andy, like an Evernote that you're in love with that you can share with our listeners? One of the guys on our team is Dion. He takes care of all of our customers. He taught me this this NV alt, NV ALT. Uh, and it's basically, I use notepads all the time on my Mac, like those little notepads. And uh, this is a system that keeps all of the notepads in one place. I don't really know how to explain it other than the, the fact that it is 
I have it on my Mac in the office and my laptop, and my iPad, and my iPhone, and everything is synced. And I have all of these notes here and it is awesome um, in terms of if you want to keep track of like to-do lists and things that you're working on and all of that. It's incredible. I'm a huge to-do list guy. I personally use Workflowy, but we will be linking up this in the show notes at entrepreneuronfire.com slash Andy Drish. Spell that out one more time for us. N-V-A-L-T. N-V-A-L-T is the name of the app. Perfect. Andy, if you could recommend one book for Fire Nation, what would it be? Uh, Scientific Advertising by Claude Hopkins. Uh, it is. It was written... Oh man, years and years and years ago. And it is a guy who just really distills marketing down to the core principles of, of what direct response marketing actually is. Perfect. Again, we'll link that up in the show notes as well as the resource that you recommended. Andy, this next question is my favorite. It's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, and come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would probably find people online that are really, really good at like the writing content and getting traffic and stuff, uh, but they are not good at converting. And I would do just exactly what I did with Benny of find people who do that and rewrite sales pages for them and then take a percentage of the revenue. Um, and it would just be easy. I love easy. I love actionable. And Andy, you've given us both this entire interview and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then share how we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. One thing that has uh, really shifted for me in the past year is that I've, for so long, I always felt like I was doing everything on my own and I felt really lonely as an entrepreneur. Um, and one thing that we wanted to create with the foundation was really this community where people are like rooting each other on and cheering for each other and celebrating in their successes and being down for people when they fail. So um, if there's one thing that I would suggest to people is find your community, whether it's Entrepreneur on Fire or whatever it is, um, but find that group of people who are going to be along your side um, and going along the journey with you. Powerful. Now share how we can find you. All of our information is at thefoundation.com. Um, and if you go to thefoundation.com backslash EOF, uh, we put a product out on AppSumo about a year ago. It was one of their top selling products and it's our copywriting checklist. And so if you have any interest in learning copywriting or just the basic principles and you want so, like a cheat sheet basically to refer to, um, if you go to the, that page, we'll just give that away completely free. Wow, even I had to purchase that, and now you're giving it away to Fire Nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah, just uh, a little, a little thank you for listening to the show. No, I love it, Andy. Thank you for being so generous with that product, with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Awesome. Thanks, brother. Fire Nation. My first book, Podcast Launch, is now live at Amazon. In this book, I share all and have created a step-by-step -step process for launching your podcast. The FIRE bonus is 15 video tutorials that I included with the purchase. 
You join me as I walk us step-by-step through each process visually. And by the end, you will be a podcasting pro. Pick up your copy at podcastlaunch.com. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.